When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. First, we're going to get to our very special guest, Crows Ford coach, James Riley. Um, he's basically driving the Porsche right now. He's doing quite well for himself down there. James, have we got you there? Oh, he's just coming up now. So, Bryce, let's get to you. <laughs> Good morning, Tommy Lyon. Yes, we are down here at Harbour Town this morning, and it's been a little bit different to uh, our experiences down here because we've had perfect weather, yeah. to be frankly honest. It is it is a little bit drizzly, a little bit cold, but um, hopefully we get a few people stroll through and come and say day. Absolutely. I've been used to wearing sunglasses with the sun just blaring into my eyes, but right now I can see you fully clearly and you look happy. How, what did you make of Port Adelaide's uh, season-defining win last night? Yeah, they, it was a, an impressive win and, mm. and a huge win on the road. We know uh, how how Massive. hard it is to, to win on the road and especially against uh, a tough opponent like St Kilda who, who make the, the game really dow and they, you really have to work for your wins against them because they, they make it, uh, they shut it down really defensively. So mm. uh, we'll, we'll deep dive into that game a little bit later, but uh, that was uh, an impressive win by Port. Yeah, huge for their year. But right now we've got our very special guest, James Riley, Adelaide's forward line coach on the line. James, how are you going, man? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. No, thank you so much for coming on. So how does your weekend look uh, ahead of game day? What does it look like? Well, we're right, we're at Adelaide Oval right now. We're about to um, go on the track and have our captain's run and have our meeting with with Nixie. So uh, I think there's going to be a bit of a crowd here. So looking forward to that. So, Riles, uh, how's Laddie? Obviously, he was pretty. Well, come off the track early in the main session during the week. Is will he face a fitness test today, or is he uh, he good to go and will play against uh, the Pies tomorrow? Yeah, he's going to go out and track now. So as long as he gets through that, he'll be right to go. I think they've had a good look at it. It looks all fine. So as long as he has a bit of a kick today and gets through, uh, yeah, I think that will be fine. Mate, coming out of that Hawthorne game, it felt like you hit a pretty sweet spot where you get the learnings from a loss, but you still came away with the win. What did you guys take away from that game? Yeah, obviously down there, Hawthorne played the ground pretty well. It was a very high-pressured game. I think it was the most tackles in a game so far this year. So um, obviously our ability to to be, um, get through that sort of pressure and, and then come away with a win, was, which was pretty strong. Um, and probably just some learnings on prep. You know, we're still a young team on a 10-day um, break, our preparation. Um, little things we can probably improve. Um, we probably got out of that, yeah, that 10-day break. And Collingwood presents such a different challenge, I guess, to what Hawthorne did with the way they attack. Uh, how do you see this game playing out? Yeah, well, we're pretty... Don't look, like to look in the past too much, but the way we played round 18 last year was, you know, we were pretty strong. We just didn't get over the line. They, um, they uh, last quarter, was really strong and got, they got over the line and... Well, probably harder for longer. Um, they've been in great form. They're a great team to watch. And yeah, it's going to be a real, real strong challenge. And 
um, we'll have to wait on the conditions as well. Uh, obviously, their ruck stocks are, are pretty depleted at the moment. So we all know you guys have been fantastic around the ball in terms of your, your clearance work and, and your tackle numbers. Uh, no Scott Pendlebury in there either this week. Uh, is that an area of the ground you think you can really get on top of them and, and get the ball inside your 50, forward 50, and then, and then lock it in and play a forward-half game? Yeah, no doubt. I think we're what, both one and two for scores from stoppages. So... Um, yeah, that's going to be a really important part of the game. But it's also Collingwood, the way they set up the ground, defensively and offensively, is really strong. So once that ball leaves the stoppage, um, yeah, it's, it's a real challenge against them. Um, they know their system really well, and you know. but we think uh, we've improved in that area as well. So hopefully we can uh, compete with them for four quarters. And a question that uh, everyone wants to know, and it's been a, a talking point for a couple of weeks now, do you tag uh, a Dacos? Because we all know how well Nick's going this year, and, I mean, he's been such a weapon at half-back, but we saw him last week go into the midfield and then play the last quarter uh, as a high forward coming up to stoppage, hitting the scoreboard. Uh, there's been a bit of chat around, you know, do, do you send a Ben Keys to him or do, do you try and influence his his impact on the game or, or do you just go head-to-head with him and, and back your, your mids and, and players in and, and try and get it done on him that way? Yeah, look, Nick's probably a little bit of a different beast because he can move everywhere. You know, he can go on uh, on ball, he can go forward, which makes it very tough. We, we usually, as a forward group, if there is a, there's usually a damaging halfback in most sides, so we try and limit um, most weeks. I know Adam Saad was seen as... Um, uh, a big and commented on a lot, but we try and do that most weeks. So if, he, if he's half back as a team, we'll, we'll do our best to negate him. Um, yeah, but it makes it hard when when he's moving around everywhere and you still have your team defence structures. So look, Nick's been in, in great form and we'll definitely be doing uh, everything we can to, to, to stop him. Mm. And James, we all witnessed Darcy Fogarty's arrival last year, but you've seen all the hard work he puts in behind the scenes. Was there a point in your mind where you thought that it all started to, to click for him before it happened on the field last year? Um, if there had to be a game, it was probably the Geelong game um, last year down at um, Cadenia Park. We didn't win that game, mm. but Darcy probably with just everything, you know, you work on, you know, in, during the week as a coach, his ability just to, to get at the footy, um, a lot of his craft that he'd been working on but hadn't been executing in game just sort of came out <laughs> in one game. And then he sort of continued on for the rest of the year. So, yeah, for some reason, for well, the time that I was here, he was working really hard. It probably wasn't clicking. And then all of a sudden got some confidence and belief and, yeah, probably hasn't put much of a foot wrong since. Nice. And so, something I've been interested in, you've now got some immense depth down there in the forward line with Lockie Gollett and uh, Elliot Himmelberg in the wings in the sandfall. How do you sort of balance that, manage those guys, you know, relationships, expectations uh, on who would, you know, they'd probably be getting a game at um, a lot of other clubs but haven't fully consolidated it here yet? Yeah, or just probably honesty on, on where they're at and where the group's at. Um, I'd love them all to be playing, and you're probably right. Yeah. It's there to, to Ned and, and Lockie Gallant and um, look, even Elliot Himmelberg. They're probably playing well enough to, to play. Um, but obviously, we've got to get the right mix down there. And um, no, And I've just been wrapped with 
you know, how they've handled it and that they've continued to perform, especially at the central level. Um, but, uh, you yeah, know, they're a close group and they're all working really close together and obviously we'll need those guys at certain times during the year. And, um, yeah, they're, they're uh, fully prepared to, to step up when it's their turn. Yeah, really love what Lockie Gollant brings to the table. Uh, James, thanks so much for joining us. We know you've got a busy morning. You're about to jump into a meeting. So uh, good luck tomorrow and uh, good luck in your meeting. <laughs> thanks, guys. Cheers. Appreciate it.